Worcester Culture Watch, a podcast connecting you with the local culture scene in Worcester. Arts, entertainment, music, and more. Worcester Culture Watch from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. Hi, this is another edition of Worcester Culture Watch. I'm entertainment editor Victor Infante. I'm here today with reporter Richard Duckett. Hi, Richard. Hi, Victor. And I'd like to note that it is a really gorgeous day outside, and Richard and I are locked in a small room inside an office building in downtown Worcester. So we're going to involve, engage in a little bit of wish fulfillment today and talk about going outside. <laughs> Richard, what do you have on the agenda? Well, um, it is time to get out and about, and uh, in fact, some big events have already been taking place at... Uh, Elm Park last weekend, they had um, Day of Play and uh, over at WPI, they had Touch Tomorrow, which was um, a good deal of that was outside, and um, Worcester has a number of parks, and there are definitely things going on there, but I think the most interesting thing is the way the Worcester Common Oval um, is being utilized. It seems like each year now the city of Worcester has been expanding what's going on there, um, and particularly on a Thursday. So uh, next week on June 21st, you've got the return of the Out to Lunch concert series. In tandem with that, um, there's also going to be Movies on the Common on four dates during the course of um, the summer. And they've also added um, a sort of um, exercise program that's going to be taking place, as well as a Let's Dance series, uh, both of which are new. So, so there, is a, there is a concerted effort to sort of... Um, Open, open that space up to the public um, for live events. Yeah, and I know last year the city's goal was 100 events on the Worcester yes. Common in the year, over the course of the year, and they exceeded it, as yes. I recall. Yes, that's right, they did. Um, considerably, as I understand it. Um, I don't have the number in front of me. I, I really am always very interested in these out-to-lunch concerts because it's such an eclectic lineup, and I know they try to bring different acts each year. Of course, this year they're starting with a bit of an old standby for Worcester, Dale LePage and the Manhattans, you know, one of the those great jazz bands that you can see a few times around the city if the city in a given any given year. But that's that I've seen them outside actually. I've seen them at on the at the lunch common before, and that's yeah. really a great environment for that band. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, they I don't know what to say about them. Um, well, you can talk, yeah. You know. um, they're, they're, they're very, very a popular attraction. They perform a lot around here. Um, there are some other names on that list that I'm not all that familiar with. Yeah, um, the Furies are playing, and they're one of my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Crocodile River Music, they're, they're, they're well known. Um, I'm not so sure about Bolivia Canta, which is Andean music, and that's yeah. an interesting addition. Um, ten concerts in all. Um, they used to be when it started out. It was it was five week series, so it's grown. Mm. Do you remember off the top of your head what's going to be playing in the movies? I'm afraid I don't. Yes. Yeah, so, well, the first one's going to be Wonder Woman on July twelfth. Oh, yes. Um, and then later on in July, there's the Secret Life of Pets. Oh. Then in August, a League of Their Own. 
And there's going to be a fourth film, but as far as I'm aware, that hasn't been announced yet. Well, Wonder Woman's a pretty big get for them. That was, of course, the, one of the biggest films of last year. So that's exciting. Um, is there anything else exciting going on in the great outdoors? Well, yeah, out at Institute Park, there's going to be a, a lot going on. Um, beginning, well, not beginning, but on this Saturday, we have the uh, Black Heritage Juneteenth Festival. Mm-hmm. It's the 20th annual festival there. Um, and there'll be two Massachusetts Symphony Orchestra comp- concerts uh, during the course of, uh, of July. Institute Park's an interesting place. Um, I know that the dream of um, some people um, locally, including the Massachusetts Symphony Orchestra, is to take that pond there, dredge it, clean it up, and have a sort of water fire event similar to what goes on in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, That would be neat. um, Yeah, I mean, water fire in Providence is an amazing event, and, Mm. uh, and to have something like that there... Uh, would, would would be really something, but uh, that's certainly not going to happen this year. No. Um, and uh, speaking of the Massachusetts Symphony Orchestra, their big July 4th celebration is going to be over at East Park or Cristoforo Colombo Park, depending on what your preference is, and that's going to be on July 2nd, and that will include um, the orchestra doing 1812, Sousa, there's a new 40-member choral group performing, and there'll be fireworks, of course, um, at the culmination of the 1812 Overture. Well, it is, it, the thing I love about events like this is it, it feels it feels nice when everybody's out because when there's in the winter, there are things happening. They're all indoors, and people, you know, you can't necessarily see them from when you're when you're moving through the city, except maybe at like when the bars are opening, then you start seeing people spill out a bit. Um, but I, I like it when it, these big festivals, I know we have a lot of them going all the way up into through September, really. But and then we'll be talking about the later ones, of course, later on, inevitably. But it's, it is fun. It does make the city seem fuller and more alive, which is, which is a wonderful thing. Um, this Saturday, I'll be going to Farm Fest <laughs> at Donker Farm, which... Ah, is the only working working farm in the city of Worcester. Um, um, in the interest of disclosure, my wife works for the Greater Worcester Land Trust, so that's why I'll be there. Um, but I'm really interested in, you know, I like th- seeing things like this, and I like hanging out with sheep. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> and, and, of course, I'm just also in the interest of disclosure, I'm going to be hosting a benefit for them at the end of June at Ralph's called Farm Fest Rocks. More of that in our calendar. Now, um, well, of course, Peter Donker, who owned the farm, was um, was a wonderful person. He were he was um, art editor here, uh, as well as a business reporter, and just uh, and we certainly very much missed. Mm. Um, now, Greenhill Park. Um, has the Cars of Summer event returning on June 29th, 30th and 31st. That's sort of um, a replacement for the Summer Nationals, which were really Mm. big. I mean, that that drew people 
from all over the country. I remember one year when, when I covered it as a reporter, um, I actually covered a, a live wedding from two people who had come up from North Carolina wow. to get married at the Summer Nationals. Um, well, one thing that's missing at Green Hill Park is live outdoor theater. Mm. It was a place where Forum Theater and later the Red Feather Theater Company slash, which became the Worcester Shakespeare Company, um, put on outdoor productions. And one thing that's sort of really missing, I think, from the scene is is outdoor theater. Um, the Worcester Shakespeare Company is returning to alternatives at Whitensville, where it's been for the past several years. But the, the, the play that they're doing won't be outside this year because their, their stage, their, live, their stage where they do live shows, which they own and expand, is, is proven too big to be for the is proven to be too big for the spot, and so um, their production of um, um, the Herbal Bed. Um, which is about Shakespeare, a true story about Shakespeare's daughter that's going to be performed inside. Um, so um, Forum also used to do outdoor p- productions at Bancroft Tower, which was an interesting location. Um, and the Worcester Shakespeare Company in the past has done at least one or two uh, performances uh, on the Worcester Common Oval. And I think if you went back... Uh, into the 60s or 70s, you would, 50s even, you would find that uh, there, were, there were outdoor theater productions. So that's something we're missing. Well, it's funny, and that ties into something that a discussion that I was in on Facebook, where I, I asked just an open question what does Worcester need? Um, and Theater was surprisingly high on that list. I mean, I, I would it was one I agree with, and you know, you and I had actually even spoken about it before. But the number of people that were seeking a replacement of some sort to the Foothills Theater, which has been gone for a while now, was kind of staggering. We, I, I was really surprised by the amount of interest that of people on their own accord, unprompted, bringing that up and really wanting that. And of course, the hope is that some of that will be picked up by the um, Worcester pop-up and the black box that they've got over there. Yeah, in terms of outdoor theater, in terms of outdoor theater, to be fair, it is hard because um, I know that one of the problems at Greenhill Park was because of certain regulations, um, you had to set up the set, um, do the performance, and then take down the set mm-hmm. every, single, every single evening, and that can wear on you a bit. And then, of course, you're at the mercy of the elements, and um, planning any outdoor event uh, is hard because of the weather. No, I've actually seen shows that Red Feather put up there at Green Hill Park, and it, there were times where it got really cold suddenly, and yes. you were kind of trapped. Um, thankfully, never got nothing got rained out while I was there, but I, there was at least one time I remember the temperature just dropping suddenly, and you could just see everybody start shutting but now hopefully some other theater companies will start thinking about using that at the Oval and bringing things out to that. I know they always are trying to bring different arts groups out beyond just music, and some things lend themselves better outside than others, but I think that's definitely always been one of them traditionally. So do we have anything else that we need to touch on on the great outdoors? Well, uh, I am aware 
that um, the Elm Park Summer Concert Series is coming back um, on on June 28th, I think. That's a Thursday, and um, they that's a popular series. You just bring your bring bring a chair, and um, I think the opening perform the opening concert's going to be little. Little Sugar and the Big Spoonful. Oh, one of my favorites. And uh, also, I think there's going to be a concert series at University Park and also at Newton Square. But um, I I don't don't have all the details on that yet, but we will. And then, of course, around about the towns, it shouldn't be forgotten that uh, there are many towns that... uh, have summer bandstand concerts. Um, they're always uh, quite charming. I remember um, years ago, actually, when I was first here, I went out with some friends and we just drove and we didn't know, really know where we were going. And uh, we came across this small town, which I didn't even know what the name of it was at the time. And we came across a concert that was going on outside and we got out, sat down in the grass and watched it. And it was a great experience. Yeah, it's funny because you know we. If you look in, in the dregs of the calendar section on Go on or on on Thursdays or Act on Sundays as the summer progresses, the caliber of some of the artists that are performing in like far out towns on the common for some whatever reason of their own is kind of staggering. Some of these are some really good musicians that are just for whatever reason are finding themselves playing in the middle of. Whatever town, I'm not going to mislead people by randomly pulling one, but <laughs> yeah. but I've seen people, everything from like people that have been on American Idol to people that you know have been playing around for years, and you know just they have some connection to these towns, and you can that's right. If you, if you pay attention, you'll find some. You can see them pop up for free out in the outside. Yeah, just looking at random, I see the Beatles for sale July mm-hmm. 8th for the bandstand at West Boylston. Uh, uh, Dan Gable and the Abletones out in West Boylston. It's um, yeah, that's uh, it's quite quite impressive actually. Uh-huh. And of course, we've got um, we've talked about it a few times, so I don't need to go off at length. But of course, the summer series at Indian Ranch has begun or is about to begin, and that's the cover of our go section this week. Yep, yeah, yeah, it starts with the um, Mavericks uh, on Saturday. Um, they're a group that. Um, Started out there, in, I think, in 2013, and um, attendance was uh, so-so, but it was great word of mouth, and um, they've come back, and now they're, now they're an incredibly popular attraction there. And, yeah, Indian Ranch will have a whole range of country and classic pop. Um, you've got the Beach Boys, uh, you've got Charlie Daniels, um, Rick Springfield. That's the exciting one this year. It's an interesting addition. That'll be a first time for him. Um, Yeah, so there's a lot going on there, Um, not just outdoors but indoors because they're expanding their their indoor facility there, Mm. including adding a restaurant. Oh, excellent. Well, that's going to be something to look forward to. All right, in that case, I think we have done quite a bit, covered quite a bit of ground here. And, of course, I'd just like to add... Worcester has a ton of parks. It has lots of trails between the aforementioned Worcester Greater Land Trust and the Broadmeadow Brook. There's tons of places. You really, if it, you really don't have to sit inside and stare at your phone, you really can just go out even if there's not a band playing. So, so please, take advantage of the good weather and get outside and enjoy the city. 
Once again, this has been another edition of Worcester Culture Watch. As always, our music was composed by DJ Manipulator. Thank you. Good night.